0: Welcome to the 99 Celsius podcast. I'm your host, Marco Quay. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to listen and I do not take it for granted. Today we begin the journey of the pod with episode zero recorded in Accra, Ghana. I'll be taking you on a journey, detailing my original idea And how a degree of misfortune led me to a new project that I'm in love with. So sit back and relax. I got a story to tell. Oh, check it out. Check it out. I'm just playing with y'all. Enjoy episode zero. So, the Seed for the 99 Celsius podcast had really been started in actuality over a year ago. I had just wrapped up an event for my company I launched called Splatter, where we throw interactive art events. And When the event wrapped up, I noticed I was getting so much love from people that either attended the event and weren't familiar with the behind the scenes or people that weren't even able to attend but may have seen it on socials or got word of mouth from somebody else. And people were really excited about what we were doing with Splatter and its impact and such, Um, which while I'm flattered by and know that There were certainly many aspects that were successful. I also knew that as the curator of the event, there were so many areas where we fell short. And it was shocking to me to see that there were so many people from the outside that had this picture-perfect image of the event. So I felt compelled to find a platform to be able to be more honest about the journey, because i think there are so many people that want to start new projects or initiatives that are nervous to do so because of this highly curated world that we tend to live in where people think think that things are picture perfect and so as a film enthusiast the concept of rough cuts and final cuts came to mind when you think about film anything that doesn't that isn't making that doesn't have that perfect imagery or that perfect scene sometimes gets cut cut from that rough cut and does not make the final cut. And it reminded me a lot of that concept in that in this very curated world that we live in today with socials and people having a personal brand and such to uphold, I think that there's a lot of effort that goes into watching what goes out and is affiliated with your name and brand. And it gives people the illusion that perfection is the only thing that exists, which is actually very dangerous rhetoric to have, in my opinion, at least. So I you know, likened this thing to film and had decided that I wanted to set out to create something called The Cutting Room Floor. And the reason why that was the title was because in film, things that don't make that final cut are usually chopped or cut. Um in the cutting room. And so the cutting room floor is the the floor that holds that cutting room. And so it's film lingo that really speaks to things that that don't make it, that get left on the chopping block of a project. And it just, it felt so relevant to me in this given moment. So I set out with the cutting room floor as the objective for the project. And I begin to, to do research and speak to people about projects that they see people maybe artists or musicians that they follow and I, I was curious to know how people viewed them right like uh, why did we view people as perfect and what things would we like to see about their lives that would in turn maybe inspire us and in realizing that everyone has a little bit of human in them as well so as I'm doing this research and speaking to friends about this uh this project I reach out to one of my good friends, uh, Dathan. Shout out to Dathan. And we're talking about the project and I'm liking this idea of final cuts and rough cuts to things like highlight reels, right? I feel like Instagram and even our everyday lives and the way that we communicate with the people around us is done in a way where we tend to overemphasize the positive things and never even really allude to or acknowledge things that may have not gone so positively in our experience. And so as I'm speaking to Dayton and I'm telling him about the whole concept for whatever this project is, because at that time, the cutting room floor was either going to be a podcast or a show. I didn't know exactly what the medium would have been. But as we're kind of bouncing off these ideas and I'm telling him about it, Dayton, I tell him, I'm like, you know, This Instagram thing is like a, it's like a, you know, it's like highlight reels. And Nathan turns and he was like, that's a fire name. To be honest, up until that point, I had never considered the name of highlight reel, but it made so much sense. I, in that moment, decide that I want to change the name to highlight reel, but I was going to spell it R-E-A-L where the project would speak to this concept of highlight reels but also giving guests the opportunity to put an emphasis on the things that were very real in that process the depression the shortcomings the self-doubt the self-sabotaging sometimes um you know the the negative energy that you may take in from other people regardless of what it was, I wanted to create a more holistic picture for anyone who was aspiring to create in any space. And so I decided it's going to be a podcast and it may grow into a show eventually, but that this platform is going to be really important to give people a full snapshot of the creation process, whether it's something that is music, a business, an idea, whatever it is, a goal, a weight loss goal, it didn't matter to me, just the thought of not just showcasing reaching the final goal, but also helping people realize that there is a difficult journey along the way and that that's where the beauty lies because ultimately what I got, what I've grown tired of is people comparing their initial project. Like they, you just start this project And you're comparing it to somebody who is a veteran in that space. They're an expert. They've been doing that work and perfecting their craft for so long. And because we're not there instantaneously, we're already writing ourselves off. So much so, we get to a point where we don't even want to put out this work anymore. And I got tired of that. So... That's what Highlight Reel was out to go and accomplish. And I was encouraged a few times to go on social medias as well as the podcast app to make sure that the name was free and available for use. So I go rather quickly, am able to go and check the podcast app. And I saw that there was nothing that exists out there called Highlight Reel. Was really excited about it, and in my mind, because I checked the podcast app, everything is good, right? So, I don't look at Instagram, and it's you know, I'm working on the project, I'm talking to people, doing research, trying to figure out how I'm going to structure it, getting my guests lined up, and all of that. And about maybe two months after it, after this time period. I decide to look up Highlight Reel on Instagram in the podcast app again. And lo and behold, when I open up Instagram, I find a new podcast that hasn't actually even started. The projected first date was a few weeks from that time. And so this was a project that was in the works. It was called Highlight Reel. And not only was it called Highlight Reel, The concept was exactly the same. (sighs) Devastated. Everything I had felt I had been called to do, to take my transparency, openness, and honesty and show it to the world and help bring that out of other people, other creators. I was like, man. This didn't even exist some time ago, and now it does. And all because I took my time in trying to create this thing. And so you can imagine the amount of guilt that I was feeling and regret in that moment. And it took me a long time to shake the emotions associated to that. I tend to be a very visual person, so things have to make sense as a story for me. And if everything doesn't line up from the title and the concept of what I'm trying to achieve to how I'm going to tell the story to all the other aspects, I may get discouraged in those moments. And so what I didn't realize in that, in that moment was that I was still making progress. But in that time frame, it, I didn't realize it. It just felt like I dropped the ball and that it would never work out. I didn't want any of the other names. I didn't wanna go back to cutting room floor. I, I was so set on Highlight Reel and what it meant as far as a story that I became pretty resistant to any other idea. So I spent the next half a year trying to come up with a new name, a new concept to tell a similar story but to change it around in a way where it makes sense now for this grand scheme of visual and I'm having a really difficult time getting there. I have a a notepad on my phone. I'm putting down a whole bunch of potential names. Nothing is sticking and I I don't really find anything that I love or resonate with. So I decide to to kind of table it for the time being and I pick up a couple of other things. So I mentioned Splatter that I had been working on already. So I continue to do work on Splatter. And I actually end up putting together a creative retreat for the summer where I gathered with a bunch of peers up in upstate New York and had strove for the objective of linking together kind of like like the Dreamville sessions that were done in Atlanta and creating a space where a bunch of people with different abilities can come together to brainstorm on new businesses Can actually work on their creative craft, whether it be photography or music production or any other skill set, and be able to actually make tangible steps towards their goals in that moment. So at this retreat, I am like, in my mind, I am absolutely sure that through conversation with people about what I want to achieve with highlight reel, that I'd be able to come up with a new name that would really do the vision justice and be able to to begin this process again. And it does not come. I felt like more devastation, right? Because I had put so many eggs in that basket of we're doing this creative retreat. There's gonna be all this energy. Even though I was I was creating something else that was special in that moment, I was so locked into the idea of what I expected to come out of the session that I was disappointed when when that didn't come. And so I really had to take a step back and challenge myself to realize that things come as they do and to to take whatever, whatever projects come your way when they do, because that's when they're supposed to happen and you just have to trust that process. So after being able to kind of talk myself up and get out of that space where I was disappointed, we leave the retreat and I am... Just kind of going with the flow, working on other things that have come to mind. And, you know, I'm open to a podcast if an idea comes up. But if it doesn't, I, you know, I'm not married to the idea of having to do one. I would love to do it if, if, if it came around, but I was certainly not going to force it. And so, lo and behold, about maybe one month after that retreat, I'm driving back from work. On a really long drive, I was at Hampton, Virginia, and so I had about three hours to kill as I was driving back to the D.C., Maryland area, and I give my good friend Rachel a call, and we're just catching up as we always do. Rachel brings up how she was frustrated with one of the projects that she was working on and feeling like she should have been further along, but that she always remembered a conversation that we had probably about two years before that, and... When she had told me that it, it it really resonated with me in a different kind of way. Um, this was advice that I had given her two years ago, but I was able to hear it with new ears. And so essentially the the basis of that discussion with Rachel was um in speaking to her about her progress in that moment and all of the things that she was doing where she had gone out of town and was pursuing higher education towards reaching her goals there was this point of hesitation, right? And we all experience it in our life where we are, we're making progress on the things that are important to us, but we just don't seem to recognize it because things don't happen to move fast enough for us in those moments. And so I think that immediacy tends to have an impact on our expectations of when we want things to come. And so with Speaking to to Rachel about where she was in that moment, I encouraged her to stop and think about boiling water. And I asked Rachel in that moment, how do you know when water is boiling? And Rachel replies to me, it bubbles. And I said, sure. What about 10 or 20 degrees before that? She seemed pretty startled. And so she said, you don't know. And I told her exactly. Visually, that water at zero degrees looks exactly the same as that water at 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 degrees, right? Visually, it appears to be the same. And there are so many times where we don't realize the progress that we have made because there's incremental steps that go into the, into the process and it, it, the changes don't seem to be that drastic. So the water that goes from zero to 60 degrees has to go from zero to one, from one to two, from two to three, so on and so forth. So much so that as each step of the way is taken it sometimes takes us out of the element of realizing how much progress we have actually made. Now the thing with boiling water is that you can't tell the difference visually between zero and 60 degrees. You ultimately are able to tell when that water hits 100 degrees. And the reason why you're able to tell that is because it's hit its boiling point. But that boiling point is really just the breakthrough. When you think about life, there are so many things that we're close to achieving along the way. And we just don't know if it's going to happen. It feels like we're so far away. It feels like all of the things that we're doing really aren't making any sense to us. We haven't really achieved much. But the reality is that we are right there and that our water was heating up. And so my conversation with Rachel in this moment was to realize that her water was, was, was heating up, simply. And to be more patient with herself to realize that she has to give herself the opportunity to reach her boiling point. And while it, the steps are incremental, getting from 99 to 100 looks exactly the same as getting from zero to one. It's just the hitting the boiling point is the part where the breakthrough occurs, where it becomes obvious it becomes obvious of what we were doing. That water is now boiling, it's bubbling, you can see it. And it's very clear that you've made it to that point. But everyone else tends to look at, from, look at it from the outside and see it as, oh, this water is boiling now out of nowhere. And I wanted to encourage her in that moment to take a step back and just acknowledge all of the things that she had done. Um, and even for myself, Right, It was good advice to take in and internalize because we all tend to have moments where we are hard on ourselves about our progress and how far we've been able to make it. So as Rachel reminds me of this conversation on the phone, I instantly realize that this is the podcast. And so the boiling point of water is 100 degrees Celsius, And so the title of the podcast is 99 Celsius, because we want to talk about the zero to 99. I want to highlight the stories right before that boiling point is reached, getting context to those moments and understanding what exactly was going on from zero to 99, where you didn't necessarily believe that you were going to hit a boiling point, when it felt like you weren't making any progress, when your water looked the same at zero and it looked the same at 60, and you didn't believe that you were any better for where you were, what were those moments? What were the things that you were doing in your journey of whatever you were creating or working on? And ultimately, what was it like when you finally realized that you were hitting that boiling point? So I'm tremendously excited to start this journey to bring on guests and talk about their trajectory because even in my own journey of creating this podcast, I had a 99 Celsius moment. Ultimately, when you look back, the idea and the seed of the original podcast or the original show of Cutting Room Floor evolved and it turned into Highlight Reel. And while I felt that that was my purpose to achieve, it ended up not being the case And I was startled, and I didn't understand, and I was confused and upset with God, and it felt like my purpose and vision was taken away from me. But ultimately, that was all of my water just heating up. Ultimately, the creative retreat probably happened because it was something else that God needed to see through, something else that needed to be created in order to give me sparks and people and resources in my life that would be helpful for this project. So... God's timing is always on time. And even in my own story, I've realized just how important it is to stay the course and realize that things happen when they do and to not give up, to treat things with urgency and with intentionality, but also to not get in the way of of nature and the way that things will happen because ultimately you don't wanna give up something that could be your true calling. I am so excited to, to be on this journey and to tell the stories of so many people that have achieved amazing things, and for them to give a glimpse into how it didn't always appear that that was gonna be the case. I'd love for those stories to make it to the light so that we can begin to have even level playing field when it comes to creating new projects, and we believe that we actually can make it the same way that someone else did ultimately seeing someone else's successes is one of the best measures for being able to see success in ourselves because we all realize that we're a little bit of human and that we are all susceptible to mistakes and ultimately overcoming those things. So I appreciate your time listening. Really, really excited to start this podcast. I hope that this brings some clarity to you and that you got some takeaway from it. And, um, We'll keep in touch. Peace and love. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of 99 Celsius. Again, I'm your host, Marco Quay. For updates on the pod, follow us on Instagram at 99 Celsius, all spelled out. New episodes air each and every Monday. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share the pod with others. Until next time.